Hey, y'all, and welcome to this week's Pain in the Pod. This week, I have Katrina from the Fraudcast. Katrina is a friend of mine. She's local, and she has an amazing podcast and Instagram page. It's all about the fraud on basically TLC and 90 Day Fiance and all these shows that we love to watch, reality and what's not really reality sometimes. She does great investigative work and never prints anything that's not true or she hasn't verified. It's pretty fascinating. Even if you're not a lover of 90 Day Fiance, you would be fascinated to see how some of these reality shows work and when people aren't necessarily telling the truth, hence the name of her podcast, The Fraudcast. Her Instagram is frauded by TLC, which is also great. So take a listen to that. And there's also an amazing bonus Patreon episode to go with this episode. So head on over to patreon.com slash pain in the pod and you can hear that episode. Thanks very much. And I'll talk to you next week. Hey guys, it's Mary Payne of Payne in the Pod, and I'm here with Katrina of The Fraudcast. And I've had Katrina on before, but Patreon only, because at that time she had an Instagram, but now she's got a podcast. Katrina actually lives pretty close to me, so we're doing this at my kitchen table. And I apologize in advance, I have a new puppy, and uh, we're not really sure what's going to happen. So here we go. I want to thank you for coming, first off. Thank you for having me. And for my guests who know literally nothing about the broadcast, the podcast. <laughs> Tell people, like somebody like my mom, okay, what it's about. So there's a TV show called 90 Day Fiance, mm-hmm. and there's the original and a lot of iterations of it, like Before the 90 Days, Happily Ever After, all of these variations of this show, which focuses on people who bring um, their loved one that they met either in another country or they met online who lives in another country, bringing them to the United States and and uh, on a K-1 visa, fiancé visa, to marry. And it's about that process. And being that it's a reality show, we know that a lot of reality isn't really real. So what I do is I pull the curtain back on what they show on the show. Yeah. And I sort of go beyond that. I go beyond the show and beyond what is put out there to find what the real truth is and the the real facts that are going on. They'll, they'll show a scene be like, well, that was producer driven. That wasn't a real scene. That wasn't real. This was right. And I uh, put out that kind of information, pull the curtain back. Okay. So you started out as an Instagram account. Mm-hmm. And I think when you were here last time, we talked about your Instagram account and it was like at 20,000 people. And we were very excited because you'd pass that 10,000, which means you can swipe up for people right. who don't know that on Instagram. When you hit 10,000, then you can add the swipe up feature. And a link to And something. a link and stuff. So you had gotten to close to 20,000. Mm-hmm. So what is the number now? Uh, 63,000. Gee! <laughs> Do you get something for 60? Is it like you get a prize every 10,000 you no, get? <laughs> no, there's no cash and prizes. Although I think at, when you hit that threshold of 60,000, fans or more or followers or whatever, that's when the trolls really start to come out. So I get that as an extra. Oh, that's a bonus. (laughs) That's an added bonus. So what happened, and I'll tell my listeners, what happened was Katrina started a Instagram account that got very, very popular. And she just started getting information about these shows. The people on the show would sometimes contact her or people that knew the people on the show would sometimes contact her. And then she would post the fraud. So that's why it's called the fraud cast. Now, when you first started your podcast, we have to talk about the controversy. Um, (laughs) You had a partner. Yes. For one episode. Okay. So there was another Instagram account who uh, 
her name was Talker of Shits, and we had collaborated a lot behind the scenes on a lot of stuff on our respective Instagram accounts. She posted a lot of stuff. I posted a lot of, like, the fraud side. She posted a lot of just behind-the-scenes information and gossip, and we started collaborating behind the scenes, and we had become friends. Yeah. And we found that we had a really good partnership, so we decided to start this podcast. Each of us had been... We had a lot of people asking if we did a YouTube or a, a podcast or whatever. So we collaborated, spent a lot of time in the, the developing stages doing, you know, graphics and, and putting this whole thing together. We record one episode and the day we're supposed to record our second episode, I get a call from her husband telling me that she was arrested and she was in jail. And the kicker of this yes. <laughs> is that she was arrested for fraud. Did that it- that's the punchline. <laughs> <laughs> In excess of $50,000, fraud slash swindle, which I think is hilarious. God bless Florida. So there's some controversy. I mean, I don't know the specifics. I know I read the arrest affidavit. She And you are a lawyer. I am. So I was going to say by nature, <laughs> but I meant by trade. By that, trade, yes. 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 Uh, so I was, Florida has sunshine laws that make it so that their court records are all very, very public. That's why okay, we but hear, what does sunshine mean? It's a term of art, I guess, for uh, the sun shining on everything. Shine the light on it. Transparency. Okay. Okay. So they put everything out there. Their laws, it's really easy to see the information mm. on criminal stuff. That's why we hear all these stories about Florida man. Right, okay. <laughs> right, right, right. And she lives in Florida. Yes. Mm. So she lives in South Florida. And so but allegedly she was stealing money uh, working for her dad's company that managed homeowners association fees. So she was taking the money that the homeowners fees were putting into the management company, and then she was spending it for personal use, allegedly. This is what the affidavit of arrest says. And it doesn't say anything. I mean, this has nothing to do with the podcast. It's purely gossip. Did it say anything about her? Was her father involved? or They don't think her father was involved at all. He fell into ill health, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so the arrest affidavit, it's like six pages. It's, it was a long investigation, and they interviewed her. And uh, she basically admitted to it in the, in the aff- affidavit. So... Then she, I guess the the investigation had been going on for a while and they arrested her. They had arrested her that morning. And so she was in jail. So the this was the Monday we were supposed to record that night. This, the, we were supposed to record your second episode. Correct. And we had a bunch of uh, tea that we were going to spill, right? Yeah. We had we had this really big gossip that we'd been teasing that we wasn't gossip. I mean, it was fact that we'd been teasing that we were going to be releasing on this episode that releases Tuesday night. And I get this call saying she's arrested and she's in jail. And uh, her with her, from her husband informed me of this. And there's some other stuff that was unrelated to what she was arrested for mm-hmm. that had to do with me personally that I can't discuss at this point. Hopefully, I'll be able to soon. But um, so there was some other stuff that was happening too. And so I had to immediately cut ties with her pers- personally and professionally. But how long, I mean, you know, you think about, I mean, I know how long you work to get a podcast going mm-hmm. and you have your outlines and you have your producer and you have your audio and you have your song and you have your logo mm-hmm. and then you work so hard to get it together. So it sounds good. You put out one episode, you get, you know, some good response. And then you're like, and now we're going to, we're going to keep this train on the track. You're like, yeah. The first station off the rails. But I tell you what, I think that probably a lot of people have told you, I think you pulled it together beautifully. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, you know, um, my producer is also my 
uh, hetero life mate, my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And he was like, okay, well, how are we going to, you know, the show must go on. What right. are we going to do? How are we going to get this on the air? And so uh, I pulled him in as a co-host because I wanted to get this episode recorded. Yeah. And so we sort of uh, winged it and we were able to put this episode out. And it's been a lot of work doing it as a solo act now. Right, sure. When previously it had been two of us doing a lot of work, which is being a solo act is is has it's like a blessing and a curse because right. it's like you have 100% control over everything. Right. But you also have 100% control over everything. <laughs> right, right, right. Right. So you have to do all of the work behind the scenes uh-huh. and and do all of the outlines and all of the you know getting all the information and putting it all together and all of the back end stuff, the technical end and, yeah. and everything. So it 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 was a lot of work. It was a steep learning curve having to do all of this. But I think ultimately the the podcast is sort of settling into its groove. It always does. A podcast always takes a little bit. We were just um speaking before this started about a podcast that you listened to on the way over. And I said I'd listened to it uh once and didn't care for it, but a lot of times I give it another chance after mm-hmm. I think it's maybe hit its stride. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think that I, if I can remember correctly, what people said about your first podcast is what the only thing they didn't like was the other person. <laughs> so it turns out maybe that they that that person didn't seem to have such a great uh, podcast voice as you do. And I think that having your uh, boyfriend do it with you has actually been great because that's what he does for a living. For a living, right. yeah. Right. He's in the broadcasting industry. That's really yeah. great. Well, also, we we were very specifically not a recap podcast. Right. Our, we, we pick up where the recap pods leave off. We don't want to be recapping the shows. There's plenty of good shows out there that you can get that from, including your own, Hey Bunky. And um, and Pink Shade with Aaron Martin that you yeah. do those are there and there's a ton of them out there. We yeah. didn't want to be a recap pod. And then what ended up happening is she sort of took the reins on that episode and and ended up being like 45 minutes of recapping the tell all, which is was not what our original intent was. So I was able yeah. to sort of without her there, I was able to sort of get us back on track yeah. of what we were meant to be doing, which is not recapping the shows. But instead, going behind yeah. the show, and I like how you describe it. Like you pick up where the recappers leave off, because there are a lot of. I mean, you know, I'm one. I mean, there are lots of people that do recaps. Some wonderfully, and some are like, God, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's <laughs> and there's new ones cropping up at twenty four seven. So yeah, so I think you, your spin on it to not be a recap was a, a great idea, and I have. Thoroughly enjoyed it. All right, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and talk a little bit more with Katrina of the broadcast about what goes on to get her this information for her podcast. This episode is brought to you by HP Plus. In a world full of smart devices, shouldn't your printer be smart too? It is with HP Plus. These printers know when they're running low, so you always get the ink you need delivered right when you need it. Plus, you save up to 50% on ink, so you can print whatever you want, as much as you want, any time you want. Huh, that is pretty smart. Get six free months of instant ink when you choose HP+. Conditions apply. Visit hp.com smart for details. Okay, we're back. All right, first thing I want to ask you is... Since your Instagram is so huge mm-hmm. that spurns the podcast, what would be the difference between the Instagram and the podcast as far as the information? Like, why would somebody listen to the podcast where, like, I could just scroll your Instagram? Well, on the the 
podcast, we can go into further depth, Mm -hmm. like go more in depth and discuss these things. You know, I can post something on the Instagram that says like something that I posted today, which is that it has been told to me by several sources that Michael's visa is denied, Michael and Angela. So I can post. Oh, yes. So okay. All right. It's Let not hundred percent confirmed. Michael and Angela are this couple that have been on now. I, th- I mean, twenty four hundred seasons. They've been on a lot, and she is this um, loud Southern, boisterous blonde woman, for lack of a better term, from Georgia, and he is a guy from Nigeria. Nigeria. And he, you know, loves Donald Trump. And it's, the whole thing is, it, it's crazy. She's crazy. He's crazy. They're an amazing couple. And she's always like, Michael, come on. <laughs> where are you coming over here, Michael? I can't trust you, Michael. And it's... um That that impression is spot on. Well, I know a lot of Angela's. <laughs> a lot. So that's... Um, so th- so when you say Michael and Angela, everybody that watches 90 Day Fiance would know exactly who that was. Mm-hmm. I'll give a little background for the people who don't. Oh, that it's been denied. But so she's... But she's supposed to be on this season that we're watching now. Right. So I'd gotten information that says that he his visa was denied. I can post that, but mm. I can't really answer further follow-up questions or where. It's too much to type. It's too much to type. Yeah. You can't tell that whole story on an Instagram post. Mm. So what I would do on the, the podcast then is discuss that in more detail and about why we, you know, there's there's no pictures of them ever spotted together in the in United Georgia, States. yeah, and, uh-huh. and we can get into the further details of it. The podcast also allows me to go into further depth on sort of tangential matters, like uh, don't use your big lawyer words. <laughs> Come on, related <laughs> matters. <laughs> thank you, thank you. But like Tom, for example, he is promoting of, of Tom and Darcy. He's promoting okay. this coffee, which we have looked into, which is a multi level marketing company. So I've done this huge deep dive on that and I'm going to be doing a feature on everything mm-hmm. on that, including some people that from the show that Tom has recruited onto his. Oh, good team. gracious. Yeah. You know, I feel pretty strongly about multi-level marketing. Yeah, so do I. Now, my sister enjoys some multi-level marketing uh, coffee. It's called like Bullet Coffee. I don't know what it's called. She's never tried to sell it to me. (laughs) She has never tried to loop me into her cult. So, uh, but she she does really love it. But, uh, and every so often I'll see a Facebook friend, you know, post like, thank you to so-and-so. Like, I would say like, thank you to Katrina who turned me on to, you know, Lose your mind coffee. It's so great. I've lost 40 pounds. I'm like, now, come on, girl. Come on. Well, this coffee allegedly has magic mushroom in it. And yeah. What? Yeah. There's, it's a whole thing. I got a whole feature that I'm going to be doing about it. So, okay. so that okay, I that's can do funny. on the podcast, right. which I can't really get into on. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah, a yeah. super deep dive. The Instagram account is good for bite-sized pieces of information. Submit is married. This person's been married before. This person has a bunch of different kids. Mm-hmm, you know, whatever mm-hmm. the small bite sized part of it is. But listen to the podcast. The podcast mm-hmm. will go into further detail about and we'll talk that about stuff. It. And then I also have stuff on the podcast that I don't talk about on on Instagram because it doesn't really lend itself to a post, but mm-hmm. it's sort of a discussion. Like I do a social media roundup where okay. I sort of round up everything that's happened on social media so that you guys don't have to go follow everybody involved in the show. I can just tell you what what happened they've been up to mm-hmm. for the last week or whatever now like i said you are an actual lawyer in your real mm-hmm. life so this you know discussion of fraud sort of lends itself to what you do for a living mm-hmm. because you can just walk that line 
of like, yeah, I can't say that. I can't do this. Somebody sent me a naked picture. I can't post that. Mm-hmm. That's porn, you know, whatever. Um, so I think it's really uh, interesting because if it if you're if you're not a lawyer or have any background, I think you could probably get in trouble pretty quick. Well, uh, you know, there's part of the reason why I started doing this was because I would be reading this information and people would say, oh, there, this happened, therefore this is the conclusion. And I would look at that and I would go, that's, that's not accurate. You, how do you draw that conclusion from that piece of evidence? Mm-hmm. And since what I do in my day job is, you know, I, I don't litigate anymore, but I did. I litigated, I investigated, and now my current role is investigating investigations. So it's like a QA of investigation. So I am analyzing evidence to a minute detail, like down to like the nitty gritty. So analyzing the available evidence and making a determination is, is sort of, that's my, in my wheelhouse. That's what I do. So I, it was sort of a natural extension to look at what was available in the 90 day fiance world and say, well, how can you say that so-and-so is in America when all of these other things indicate otherwise? Mm-hmm. So people, there's a lot of clickbait or a lot of information that's just rumors. Oh my gosh, the clickbait! And let me ask, speaking of that, that's a total <laughs> sidebar. The people that are on 90 Day Fiance all have the same uh, publisher or person that's pushing them information. So you can have Larissa, who is part of a couple from a couple of seasons back, or one, I don't even know what iteration. The it's okay, first. she's going to be on another season, so it's fine. Oh great! Um, <laughs> for example, she who's currently not on will say. You won't believe who's pregnant. Swipe up. Now, it'll be somebody that's currently on will have the same post. You, you'll never believe who's pregnant. Swipe up. And it'll be the same stupid story about somebody that's not pregnant. And it's just a rehash of something that happened on the show. So I wonder if the people at TLC are like, all right, um, we'll give you, you know, $100 if you post this, a swipe up. And it's it's never what it says to me. I never even click it anymore because I'm so no. annoyed because it's always some starcasm article that has to do with something else yeah makes me angry yeah champion daily i think is the one that (laughs) that they use who actually incidentally is champion daily the name of the firm no they're the name of the um the dirt rag that Uh, carries the articles because there was starcasm did i actually work with her quite frequently she did this really great article putting together um information about i remember that starcasm actually had something that was legit. Yeah, she she posted an article recently, and she was basically summarizing a lot of my information mm-hmm. that I had. And she she wrote this great great article. Champion Daily cribbed it exactly, and, and this is part of the reason why I know it was copied and pasted is because she <laughs> in the original article there was a misspelling of my name. She oh. misspelled it. She called it called me Christina one time instead oh. of Katrina, uh-huh. which it was just a one time. But the the. Champion Daily Post was exactly the same, including that. Typo. <laughs> including the typo, yeah. That's another thing that's funny is when some of these reality stars post things on Instagram and they cut and paste it exactly as it was sent to them. So it'll say, you know, hey, Kelly, make sure when you put this post with a <laughs> yeah. picture of you with the tea, make sure you say that you lost four pounds and talk about show yourself drinking it in the picture. And they will cut that out and post it exactly right. instead of saying, I drank this tea and I lost four pounds and watch me drink it. It's like, hey, Kelly, don't forget. I love when people do that because I'm like, you know what? You had one job. Yeah, well, this <laughs> cast isn't exactly known for being a brain trust. <laughs> so. um, yeah, we're going to take a little break. And when we come back, I do want to talk about this cast. We'll be right back. Okay. 
Support for this podcast comes from Invent Together. According to studies, less than 13% of all inventors who hold a U.S. patent are women. Black and Hispanic college graduates patent at half the rate of their white counterparts. But we can fix that by increasing participation in innovation and patenting by underrepresented groups. It would quadruple the number of American inventors and increase annual GDP by almost $1 trillion. Invent Together is a coalition of organizations, companies, universities, and concerned citizens committed to ensuring that everyone has the opportunity to invent and patent. Because the more diverse the American patent system gets, the stronger and more successful our nation will become. What can you do to help diverse inventors patent and unleash economic opportunity? Find out at inventtogether.org. Learn more and take action today. Okay, I'm back with Katrina from the broadcast. The current season of 90 Day Fiance that's on now. Okay, there. let me just explain for my listeners. There's a couple and their names are... Her name is Anna and his name is Marcel. He is from Turkey and I call him the Turkish Forrest Gump because he seems to just everything is like, I'm not a smart man, but I know what love is. I mean, that's how that was my Forrest Gump, by the way. <laughs> really good. Um, he seems to very purposely be trying not to talk to her about anything deep. She's got these three kids. He said he's not allowed to tell his family about her three kids because then they would disown him because he's from a pretty strict Muslim family. Erin Martin, my podcast partner that I go on her podcast, Pink Shade, and we have another podcast together called Hey Bunky. She thinks that he is the town idiot and that the town was happy to get rid of him and they don't care if he's moved to the United States with a woman who has three kids with somebody else. Do you have any inside information on these two losers? You know what? I do not have a lot of inside information on them. I know that they got married. Spoiler mm. alert. Uh, in September, we found a marriage certificate. So whatever. They're on the show wearing their rings. Those are their engagement rings from their engagement ceremony, the ring ceremony they had in Turkey. Well, who's ever heard of that? <laughs> Anna posted about it. So these okay. are the boring beekeepers. I actually don't have a lot of information on it. I yeah, they're beekeepers. That's a sidebar. Yeah, they met on a Facebook beekeeping site. So they're one I don't have actually a lot of information on them. So probably the wrong couple to be asking me about. <laughs> well, I'm only interested in them because he seems... Touched in the head. Touched. He seems touched. <laughs> um, okay. What do you think it is that makes people want to spill stuff to you? Well, I think there's a combination of things is because TLC tells them not to. And a lot of these people are doing the show because they want the Instagram fame. They're thirsty for fame. They're, right. They want the attention. Mm-hmm. And so if this information gets out, depending on who it is, depending on who my source is, so if it's like a cast member or somebody close to a cast member, sometimes they just they want the information out there or they want me to be able to post something that, according to their contract, they can't post. Right. Like they have clauses, like they can't post their new baby yet. But if somebody else happens to have come across yeah. that picture and posted, then their new baby. But, they, but a cast member on the show, they sign the contracts and mm-hmm. say they can't say this or that. Then they're just dying to for somebody to know that they were really right about something and somebody wronged them or something. Right. So they want so they tell you, have you posted? But by this point, I think most of us who have followed your Instagram, listen to your podcast, know that because, like we've now said, she's a lawyer, you're not gonna put out something that's not a reliable source. So we know that the people giving you the information a lot of times are the cast member themselves. Well, I don't trust the cast members. Mm-hmm. So so if a cast member does give me information, I get it verified through some other 
Okay. Because cast members lie. They have an agenda to push and I don't always trust them. So I am big on what the kids these days call receipts, right? Like give me the pictures, (laughs) give me the pictures, give me screenshots of these conversations. Give me something that proves, first of all, why should I believe you? Uh Anybody who's ever been one of my sources can tell you that this is the way I am with them. When they come to me with information, I'm like, who are you? Why do you have this information? Why should I believe you? Why do I care? Yeah. Um, Why does anybody care? Why should I post it? Right. And then how can you verify it? There are ways to verify information. You know, if they say, oh, this person has this court record history. Well, there's, you can can look that up. You can look up court records and you can verify certain information. And then other people will come on and they'll be complete liars. And then they'll, then they'll say, oh, that story I gave you before, that was a complete lie. This is the truth now. And then I don't believe anything that they say because they've lost their credibility. Yeah. The boy who cried wolf. Yeah. So, I mean, my standard is, is could I argue this in a courtroom? Like, so my own personal standard is I'm not going to post something unless I have some kind of evidentiary basis to back it up. Because if I just say, oh, the cast member's sister's daughter's neighbor's parakeet's aunt told me this, (laughs) yeah, then there's no credibility to that. But if I say, look, my neighbor who is a coworker of this person and saw this piece of paper in the trash, mm-hmm. you know, there's a, there's a chain of what we call in the legal world foundation. What's the basis for believing that this document or this testimony is true. So that's my sort of standard. You know what I'd like to know? I'd like to know at the end of the week when you get your little screen time and it tells you like yesterday, it told me I was down 14%. That's because I have this new dog. So I was very busy with the dog. I would love to know what yours says at the end of the week. Like how many, hours you've spent like online or doing research uh it's usually on the weekends because during mm-hmm. the during the day and the week i'm i'm working yeah monday through friday you're doing work. other you're doing actual research actual actual <laughs> work you yeah. know and so i actually turn the notifications off on my phone i don't do a lot of that kind of stuff during the day at night is, <laughs> is another story <laughs> when i get home and i'm on the computer researching or i'm on the phone researching or whatever because some cast member decided to do something stupid and you know my inbox is full of stuff you know and something came out and this and that because you know the the news hits at all different times it never stops it never stops there's always something crazy going on just when i think i'm like gonna have trouble putting together a show because the news has been slow Uh something happens of course something always happens speaking of your podcast and the the news and whatnot and being at home so when the situation happened with um Corinne, can we say Corinne? Mm-hmm. Okay, when, when, hope so. When the, <laughs> just situ- when the situation happened with your former co-host Corinne and your um, what you call your hetero life hetero life mate hetero life mate, which just means boyfriend, um, he he pitched in and listen. I know he's got a big head now. <laughs> but I love him on the podcast because he's very um, professional. He's a, he's a professional. He's not somebody who doesn't have any idea what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't really watch the shows. I mean, right. he, he knows he dips in and out a mm-hmm. little bit. Mm-hmm. My husband would literally know not one thing, but he knows just enough to sort of have the conversation. Right. Which I think is great. I think yeah. it lends itself to a great yin and yang of you trying to say, remember, that's the dumb dumb that painted nails that had this Ukrainian girlfriend, uh-huh. and he's like, "Oh, oh yeah, that guy, you know, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. right." And and what I'm learning, uh, a lot of people have come to me and said that their significant others love the podcast because of that same dynamic. They mm-hmm. have that same dynamic in their relationship, and that they're a diehard fan, which you know I am, and we watch the shows. 
but their partner doesn't necessarily watch the show or they hate watch it or they come in and out of the room. Yeah, hate watch it is a thing. Yeah. Rec- recognize porn granny and, you know, yeah. and all of this. And um, yes, on this season, we have a grandma that is also a porn star. And she just says, just so you know, I'm an adult film star. Say what, grandma? Anyway, grandma <laughs> looks younger than me, so I'm not, no shade towards her. She looks great. So you have all of these partners that have this sort of like, oh, you're watching your trash show again, but then they can, they've listened to the podcast and they hear his take on it mm-hmm. and it, it mirrors their relationship. Yeah. So I've had a lot of listeners come to me and say that, that their, their partners are on board with, it's funny. with the podcast and or the show now. Um, and so will he continue to be a, a permanent co-host or a dip in and out co-host? I think he'd dip in and out. Okay. You know, right now I've got, you know, I'm rotating different kinds of different people in depending on the situation. You know, we also have two kids at home. Right. So if both of us are recording. And also don't forget about all your animals. And all the animals. Yeah. Two cats, two dogs, a bearded dragon, and a hamster. So okay, that's a lot. Yeah. So when we have our kids, because we share custody with our with their other parents, so when we have the kids, you know, both of us recording at the same time. If it's a week, we have our kids. Somebody has to watch them to make sure they don't burn the house down. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. hard for him to because he also produces the podcast. So it's hard for on those weeks for him to be also a host and record. So I have other people that help and step in. Okay. Well, I'll come. Like you. Like me. Yeah. I'll come. Like, yeah, you're going to be a guest host soon. I've got other ones not completely lined up yet, but, you know, it, it it's one of those things where you're developing your show. Since it's not a recap, you're kind of, you're, yeah. your show depends on what happens with the cast and what information you're, I get. Some so, people, you probably can't talk to some about some issues because maybe they're too close to it or sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I think though that it's also like, I have to put the show together as this information comes to me. Yeah. And it's just tough. Yeah. Cause I don't know. I yeah. can't plan ahead. Yeah. I, you know, I can, I can only say, well, I maybe this, I can put this interview in or that. Yeah. And I don't always know if I'm going to have an interview because some people say they're going to give one and then they never commit. And yep. I'm sure you're familiar with that yep. and yep. getting, you know, nailing it down for actual recording times and things like that. And, and, I always know I have him available as a backup. <laughs> right. I need to pull him in because the show, the second episode of the show, when I pulled him in, he had like 15 minutes notice. Well, that was really great. I really loved it. Like I've said, I like I don't want him to get a big head. I know he's, he, I know he's, uh, he's going to get full of himself now. Um, so quickly, mm-hmm. as you know, I talk about podcasts. Yes. So I listen to a lot of podcasts and I'm always looking for new ones. And you told me you recently listened to S Town. I did. Um, because of my talk with Doug Buden. Correct. Anything else? It could be it could be a throwback, like an S Town. It could be anything. Yeah, well, S Town had come out a long time ago, and I never listened to it back then. When even though all my friends were raving about it, and then you were recently talking about it, so I went and listened. And then uh, twenty two hours. Yes, you. I listened to because of your podcast, your interview with the hosts of that. Yeah, and that was probably the most well produced, well researched podcast I've ever listened to. I, like- I, I agree. I thought it was just amazing. The way they started it with that firefighter audio of them talking like a 911 call mm-hmm. with the firefighter, the way they started it that way was just like brilliant. Right. They did They did an amazing job on it. And I, I like true crime stuff. I also like long form 
true crime. So where like the whole series is yep. like I love the dropout, even though that's not true crime. That's Elizabeth well, Holmes and it their kind of is true crime. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I mean, she was a criminal, but it's yeah. like, like the long form where yeah. the whole season or whatever is based is one subject. Yeah, I, I do listen to episodic ones as well. Like I was on the way over, I was listening to the Murder Squad, which is right. Billy Jensen and Paul Holes, and um, they do you know, cold crime investigations. And so and are, are these cases that they're, they have worked on or they're just talking about cold cases? Some of both, mm-hmm. some of both. And these are the people that Billy Jensen helped write the book about the golden state killer. And they caught him. And Paul Holes was the one that basically caught him. Yeah. They, they yeah. worked together on that. They're both, uh, one is retired and one is not, but um, I think Paul Holes is no. Paul Holes was retiring the next day. When they were right. when, he got, when he got the match of the Golden State Killer, he right. went and sat outside his house and thought, "Do I go to this guy's door and knock on the door and like blow it?" Like so the next day, he was retiring. Right, yeah, such a good right. Story. So they're yeah. law enforcement out of uh, California, mm-hmm. and so they go dig deep into a lot of these cases, but they're all cold cases that are still open. So okay. if you want something that has a nice resolution at the end that's not the not, show. <laughs> not it. Yeah, okay. It's not it for you. You know, maybe Sword and Scale or something or Crime Junkie or something, you know, if you want that. But okay. But I, I listened to, yeah, those kinds of stories. I started listening to Room 20 on your recommendation. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. So, it's so again, good. these long yeah. form. It's the story of it that's so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so – and then, you know, my 90-day stuff, too. <laughs> of course. We've got all those podcasts to listen to. Okay. So tell my listeners where they can find out about the Instagram and also the podcast because these two things have different names. So the Instagram is frauded by TLC. It's at frauded by TLC, all one word. And that is where I post all of my, you know, quote unquote spoilers or information. There's also sometimes some personal stuff on there as I've developed. I do a Friday night live. Mm-hmm. As I go live on Instagram every Friday night, it's our frauded night live. So I talk about some of the stuff that's happened thus far in the week and, and sort of take a, the temperature of what is people are interested in to put on the show. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. So so that's it's a way of interacting with the fans and the followers. Um, in a different way. I also have a Facebook group called The Fraudcasters. Yeah, I'm in it. Yes, you are. Mm-hmm. And the podcast itself is called The Fraudcast, and you can find it wherever you listen to podcasts. Or you can go to the website, which currently is talkersoffraud.com. That was the old one. I haven't transferred everything to thefraudcast.com yet. So you can go to talkersoffraud.com. We also have merch there, uh, fraudcast branded merch, merch yeah. and also show-related merch like so much beautiful and yeah. <laughs> wine tumblers and things like that that's fun yeah it's fine I mean, you just like came out of the gate man you got your merch <laughs> you got everything you're like you're like on it well i'm like it's a lot it was a lot it's a lot <laughs> struggling with merch okay well as always you guys can follow me on social media at pain in the pod and uh that's it for today and we're gonna do a little patreon here with katrina so if you need more scoop from katrina head on over to patreon that's patreon.com slash pain in the pod. Thanks.